Hey there, everybody, and welcome to the Be a Dreamcatcher podcast. Let me tell you, I have a phenomenal guest on today's show, and not only is she just as genuine and sweet as they come, but you talk about a woman of many talents, and you're going to find out why, because we are welcoming Danny Loeb to the show. Hey, Danny, how are you? <laughs> Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Oh my goodness. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Now you and I actually had a chance to meet face to face just a few months ago at the Wetumpka FFA area chapter rodeo. So tell us a little bit about that experience. I know that was fun and it looked like you were having a great time. Oh, it was so much fun. It was crazy. I pun intended. I don't know how I got roped into it, but I'm really happy that I did. Oh, we um, were so excited because you were even a part of the rodeo itself in a couple of the acts, right? Yes, I, I was a professional clown instead of just an everyday clown like in my everyday life. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Professional clown versus everyday clown. Oh my God, that's yes. hilarious. Oh, I know because you, um, you graced the pages of our papers and definitely were a smash hit. Now, um, the funny thing here is is you're not just an everyday clown, but you do get to have a lot of fun in your day-to-day activities. So tell us a little bit about what it is that you do. So I am an aerial skier, and aerials is where you go off of a big jump and you do flips and twists off of it. So I, it's a snow jump, so it's not water skiing like in regular Alabama world. It's snow skiing, so that's what I do. And I weight lift, and I do a bunch of trampoline and lots of flips. <laughs> yes, a lot of the fun stuff. I love doing flips on trampolines, but I'm not sure you could get me on some skis and snow to try and do it. That That's not a whole <laughs> lot of cushion. <laughs> No, it's very little cushion. Actually, it's very hard cushion. Yeah. Oh, so tell me a little bit about this because, you know, the the whole premise and purpose behind the Be a Dreamcatcher podcast is it's to inspire anyone, any age, um, any background to get out there and chase your dreams, even if maybe you've given up on them. And I know um, you actually were a gymnast, right, before you got into yes. aerial skiing, right? Yes, ma'am. So, like, when I went and toured the schools for the rodeo, and uh, Miss uh, Kylie and I were talking to all the little kids, I told them that I used to do gymnastics, and then uh, the older I got, I kind of realized that that wasn't exactly a path for me, Mm -hmm. but right when I realized that, um, a door opened for me to try out aerial skiing, and I tried it out, and I loved it, and here I am on national team a few years later, hopefully going to this upcoming big event. I don't want to jinx anything, you know, because yes. you, you, you make a plan and God laughs. So I'm not going to say anything specific, but right. I'm shooting really hard towards my goals. Well, that is awesome because I, I know it's it's super hard transitioning from one facet of your life that you grew up loving and having a passion for and then it's kind of different. Um, when, when you see that path shift a little bit, at first you're kind of like, oh my goodness, uh, am I prepared for this? Is this really what's calling me out? Is, is, is this it? Are we positive? Lord, are you sure? Like, I need that sign. I need that billboard right. to say, this is it. Take this route. <laughs> 
Exactly. And it just amazes me because originally you're originally from Pentlala, Alabama. Yes. And so it, it is kind of a twist of irony that, you know, you're on the U.S., you know, ski team and all of this. It's uh, And you actually made history by being the first Alabamian. Am I correct on that? Uh, yes, ma'am. So, see, look at you already breaking barriers and just up <laughs> leaps and bounds above. Now, sure. really quick, um, kind of tell me, just run me a little bit through um, your younger years. I mean, of course, you're still young by all means and, and ways and fashions because uh, I know you're younger than me, so you still have plenty of life ahead. But kind of run me through um, what was it like in the life of Danny growing up as a kid and, and what has brought her to this spot today? So I, like you said, I grew up in Pinwala, so I was a little, I was a little country kid doing flips off of the hay bales and everything like that because I lived on a farm. And my, I just had a lot of energy when I was younger. So my mom and dad put me into gymnastics to like get it all out, like parents do, so that they don't have to deal with it. Yes. Pay someone else to deal with my energy. Yes. <laughs> um. So I just kind of grew up in the gym constantly, just flipping, climbing all over anything I possibly could. Right. And so that's all I really did. I did school gymnastics, school gymnastics, and then. I actually ended up moving to Texas to um, go to a more well-known gym to get more recognition for colleges. And that's when the ski team found me. That and, is crazy. Yeah. That is so crazy. <laughs> it's it's so funny because actually, um, you know, it's amazing what parents do to invest in their kids and right. invest in their futures. Now, what's funny is you and I actually have a... Um, an acquaintance and actually a connection, but years before we were born. <laughs> so your your mom, Miss Jamie, and then my mom, Sherry, because um, your your mom used to be a rodeo queen too, right? Yes, she was. Yes. So if if history serves me correctly, my mom actually used to be one of her pageant directors, and. Uh, help Jamie and them get ready for when your mom was competing and all of that. So it was quite amazing when I found out. And and I remember at the Wetumpka FFA Rodeo, um, we were all sitting in the rig and we were talking about your story, you, me, Kylie, your mom, and we were just having girl time. It was so much fun. Right. And I remember your mom talking about, you know, the Rodeo Queen stuff and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, my mom's got to know her. It just it <laughs> took me a minute to put it together. And I finally asked your mom, I think you and Kylie had gone out because duty calls. Y'all had to go be fabulous and awesome. <laughs> and um, I finally asked her, I was like, okay, what is your maiden name? Because at this point, you've got to know my mom. And she's like, well, who's your mom? I said, well, her maiden name was Sherry Dugan. And she's like, oh, my goodness. And so <laughs> I had no idea that you were Jamie's daughter until then. And then it just opened up a whole realm of, oh, my goodness, and just mind blown all the way right. around. And then also, and then also Hunter. Yes. So like everywhere was just connecting. Yes. So for those of you <laughs> listening, um, if, if you're not familiar with who Hunter is, he actually is um, the bass player in my big band and um, occasionally does some duo shows with us. But little did I know that you and Hunter actually grew up together, right? 
Right. We act. We have the same birthday. He is a little bit older than me by a few hours, but we are born on the same day. And then my mom and Aunt Ashley uh, taught school together. See. So we've been friends since very, very little. Oh my goodness! And and the <laughs> the holy smokes of just uh, I, it's amazing. It's so amazing how things work together. And right. it's it's so neat. Now, in, in reading some of your bio and just, of course, doing recon on you before, even the Wetumpka FFA Rodeo, um, one thing I noticed and that I absolutely love, and like I said, folks, if you're listening and you have not met Danny in person, you, you need to meet her in person because... She's astounding on the phone, but trust me, when you meet her in person, you're going to fall in love with her even more. But (laughs) yeah, you're welcome. But one of the things that I noticed and that I was so intrigued and happy to see is that you're involved in a lot of philanthropy work. So not only are you training and having your eyes set on this huge goal that you have Mm -hmm. for yourself, but you've also got a couple of side things as well that are part of your passion and a part of your philanthropy work. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And, and what's the, what's kind of the driving force behind that? What, what led you to this particular philanthropy outlet? So I'll start with, um, my start with one it's start with one Kenya so I sorry if you hear screaming I'm in the gym and people are playing basketball I can't find anywhere quiet you're okay Um, but um with start with one Kenya I went with some friends and we passed out like water filters and clothes and food and all of these amazing things to these people who really needed it and it was extremely inspiring to see that they don't have a lot of stuff a lot of things and it was just like mind-blowing and just life-changing to see like you give them a new shirt and it's like the best invention on earth and it just like it makes your heart so like warm and fuzzy to be able to help people when you have so much right so that's my start with one I I'm I didn't get to go this year because of COVID obviously but hopefully this upcoming year I'll be able to go again and it, it was just like life altering. I, after that, I really tried to make an effort to like with my clothes, which leads kind of leaps into the plastic free Friday thing that I do, or more of like a waste, trying to be less wasteful with my products is 98% of our clothes go into landfills every year. So now after being in Kenya, I realized that I don't have to like throw my clothes away. I can just donate them to like the Christian Center or Goodwill or a thrift shop or anywhere where you can like reduce, reuse, recycle kind of. Yeah. So that kind of led me into my Plastic Free Friday thing. And then my love for animals also helped with the Plastic Free Friday where, so Plastic Free Friday, I should probably explain what that is. So every Friday you nominate three people to try and not use any single-use plastic or plastic in general, you use all reusable things. So like a reusable water bottle or bamboo utensils or just anything where you don't produce waste. Mm -hmm. Nice. Because if you can do it one day for a few weeks, you can maybe do two days the next week or three until you start to reduce all of those things that are polluting the oceans and then also just being thrown into landfills where birds eat it and all sorts of animals eat it. So I um I love animals honestly more than I love people. So 
the Plastic Free Friday thing is really important to me because animals, obviously we can't speak to animals and they can't speak to us, so we have to speak for them and, like, stand up for them and treat them how they need to be treated so that we can keep the world going. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. And, and, and folks, this is what I'm talking about. Okay. So I will let you do the history, but Danny was born in 2001. Okay. So here's this amazing young woman who is chasing her dreams, but also considering others, not just here in her hometown or home nation, but around the world. And I have to agree with you, the animal side of things, um, you talk about therapeutic in more ways than one. I don't care if it's a bird, dog, my horses, anything. It is so wonderful to go out and take a nice hike in nature and listen to the sounds of nature. Um, right. That alone is music and just healing for the soul. So I love the fact that you have dedicated a part of your journey to this and are using your platform in such a positive manner and positive way. And you're right. Something so little can make a huge difference, especially if everybody pitches in. Um, right. It, it, it just, it's, it's amazing. Um, one thing I guess really, um, I, I want to ask, because ultimately the, the whole point around this podcast is, you know, what made you a dream catcher? And let me elaborate just a little bit on that but before you answer. So being Native American, I'm part of the Cherokee Nation of Oklahoma. You know, we place a lot of stock in the actual dream catcher, filtering out the bad negativity and filtering through positive influences, dreams, um, everything that helps you be successful. So just kind of in your own words, what do you think has allowed you to, first of all, dream and then go out there and be a dream catcher? Okay. <laughs> That's a loaded question. Uh, well, first off, I carry a dream catcher everywhere I go, like traveling, because oh, I... I just love, I, I love, like, Native American culture, and, like, I, I appreciate it so much, and I never want to, like, be disrespectful or anything to, like, them, like, it's it's just, I, I, I love it so much, I just, I can't put into words, honestly, how much I appreciate them, I've learned, actually, a lot with, like, you said, like, with the dream catcher, are they going and taking positivity and negativity, um, but, when I was younger, my mom and dad have always told me that I can be whatever I want to be. And to elaborate on that, <laughs> every week in kindergarten or fourth, or uh, not fourth grade, um, like pre-K, yeah. I was someone every single week. I was someone else. Like I was Hannah Montana one week. I was Honey Pie Pony another wearing wigs and go-go boots. Like they never judged me for wanting to like figure out who I am and chase my dreams and be whatever I wanted to be. So they're definitely, like, my number one supporters on that. Um, and then the older I get, I kind of realize that the only person you really have is yourself, and that's who you need to love the most. So when you do yourself work and, like, meditate and just reflect on yourself and who you are, like, if you like yourself, then that's all that really matters. And if you like yourself, then you can really pursue anything you want because you have yourself on your side, and you're the only one really stopping anything from happening. That's right. Wow. It's, you actually just said a line that I use quite often. Your dream begins and ends with you. 
You right. are the person that has the capability and the decision-making power to either start chasing your dream today or you can kill it in an instant. Um, yeah. So most, go ahead. And most, most of the time, like people aren't going to be on your side, which is sad. So you, yes. you really have to be there for yourself. This is true. This this is so true. And I and I'm sure, you know, um, and let's talk about this for a minute, because I'm sure when you made the swap from gymnastics to aerial skiing, I bet you even had some critics probably that said, uh, yeah, let's watch this and see how this goes. Oh, I, I'm sure like I usually don't listen to people's opinions, to be completely honest with you, because I kind of like myself like not like in a narcissistic way, but like right. I, I, I like my myself. I like the decisions that I make. I try to do like the best that I can. Um, so I'm sure that there are people like, oh, they're crazy. Like I know definitely for my parents, other like adults were like, are you insane? Like moving to Texas for gymnastics or are you insane for moving to Lake Placid, New York? For skiing are you crazy for moving to like park city utah for skiing i'm sure they they honestly probably got more more like what are you doing than i did right it's funny how and 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 i like to talk about this too because this is some of the things that i have faced in the music business the rodeo business and and we all each have our own struggles and i and i love what you said about being you because at the end of the day it's it's really you and god that you've got to be happy with. And if you're not, you're, you're not going to be fulfilled. And one thing that I really like, and, and one of the lessons that I'm glad I learned early on, which it sounds like you've learned really on, first of all, all of that's noise, that's talk, don't need to listen to it. Um, and second of all is we've also found out that the people that try to tear you down or talk you down are only doing it because of what they feel you know, they're inferior. intimidated, jealous. Yeah. Than anything. And honestly, they're the ones, they're your biggest fans, the people who talk the worst about you because they're constantly talking about you. That's so right. In, in a weird, twisted way, they're your biggest fans. That's how I look at it. I agree because um, one of my favorite things to say is I couldn't think of a better subject to discuss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and again, and again, totally coming from the non narcissistic frame of mind yeah. you you almost have to have a little bit of humor um right. to help get through that because deep down I, I will say um in in the past if I've had something said about me to me whatever you know it hurts for a little while just because you it almost makes my heart sad that somebody can't be happy for you and your success but also right. it's been a driving force too that helps propel me forward and continue yes. to do what I do and be me because I know what it's like, and I am sure you do, just like you talked about with the kids um, when you and Kylie were talking to him for the FFA Rodeo. It's the kids and the folks that wished they would have gone on and done what they wanted to do. But maybe they listened right. to a peer or maybe didn't have a good home life or a good support system. And they weren't afforded mm -hmm. opportunities. Um but at the same time, too, it's one of those things of where, again, as we were just talking about, you are in control of your dreams and your destiny. You've just got to make that decision to say, this is me. This is what I want to do. Let's go for it. Right. And I, when, when Kylie and I were talking to the little kids, we made sure to like say at the end, like you have to support yourself and you have to support 
your friends that even if your parents don't think you can do something, like your friends will, like if you guys support each other, you guys can do anything. And then I was like, ELE, everyone love everyone. Yeah. And then like make all the kids like repeat ELE. It was a lot of fun. But I thought that was like probably the most important thing is that if you support each other, then you guys, then they can do anything they put their mind to. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I love it. And what I love, and this is so refreshing. So this is what I absolutely love about you. And folks, this is what I'm talking about. If you ever have a chance to meet Danny in person, be sure to go to her website, dannylobe.com. And um, I will make sure to put that in the actual details as well. But check out her highlights and events. And if you see she's going to be close to you, this is why you need to go talk to her. Um, she's so young, but yet you've got it figured out. You you know, this is what I love. You know where you're going. You know where your next footstep's going to be. Um, and that's just amazing at such a young age to see that you've got your head on straight. And you're like, this is me. And I'm not afraid or ashamed to show who I am. And be hopefully an inspiration to people and say, guys, if I did this, you can do it too. That's what yeah. I love. This is this is what I love. Um, okay, so a couple of fun, quick questions. And um, I know you've got another appointment to get to and we'll, we'll kind of wrap it up here. Um, all right. What is your favorite food? Oh my goodness, that's so hard. I know. <laughs> I I am a huge foodie. I love all food. I, I really do. I I am lactose intolerant though, but that really doesn't stop me from eating cheese and ice cream. Yeah, girl, yeah. But I don't know what my favorite food is. I I love French fries. Probably French fries or like Kraft mac and cheese, but only Kraft mac and cheese. Oh, yeah, girl. You can't have anything else. The Kraft is no. good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I must say I'm with you there on, on I'm, I'm definitely a foodie. There's not a whole lot of things that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So out of, because how many events do you actually do in aerial skiing? Like, is it? Like how? Like, sorry. I, let me let me rephrase the question, and this may be a little bit unknowledgeable on my part, so forgive me. Um, because <laughs> you do um, you do the actual aerial skiing, so that's actually coming off of the snow jump. Um, uh, here was the question: I figured it out. Do you have you done <laughs> snowboarding, and do you enjoy it? Uh, I have not done snowboarding. I am terrified, but like one of my best friends is on the snowboard team, and uh, I live through her. Well, there so. you go. There's the vicarious living. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So really quick, because I didn't get to touch on this. How hard was it for you to take your training from gymnastics to the ski area and arena? How hard was it? Um. It's It's definitely a lot more different than they told me it was going to be they kind of they kind of tricked me a little bit they were uh -oh. like oh it's gonna be so easy for you and I was like okay it's gonna like cool it's gonna be easy great transition but it was a little bit difficult you obviously like you have like heavy stuff on your feet you got boots and you got skis so twisting is a little bit different than when you do it in gymnastics so I had to relearn like my arm drops and stuff like that but the whole air awareness Mm -hmm. for aerials and gymnastics is very similar so that was not a struggle for me the skiing on the other hand not the easiest <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've actually i've never even watered ski like water skied so i i really just got thrown into this thinking it was going to be easy and it wasn't <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't regret the decision at all, though, right? <laughs> no, no, I don't regret it at all. It, the work is definitely paying off, I think. Good. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I did notice, and, and folks, if you go visit her website, you will notice there's a section in her about info that she was 13, guys, when she caught the U.S. Ariel's team recruiter's eye. Okay. So 13. And then let's jump to, uh, let's see, you mistakenly completed a backflip on the oh, artificial yeah. run. Tell me about this. Right. So it was my first time ever going off of a jump with my skis on. And you're supposed to just do a straight air, which is just a straight jump, no flip, no twist, just straight body off of the jump. And uh, the coach at the time, Matt DePeters, he was like, just follow the curve of the jump, keep your legs straight, you got it. <laughs> so that's what I did. And I accidentally did a backflip, landed it, skied across the airbag. And no one has video of it because they're like, oh, it's Danny's first jump. It's not going to be good or anything. So it's like, did it really happen? It did. But do people believe it? Probably not. <laughs> that is insane. That was one of the questions. I was like, okay, I have definitely got to ask her about <laughs> this because, you know, sometimes it's one of those moments where like, did anybody get that on video? Well, no. Well, why yeah. didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's great. Yeah. And then when I actually tried to do a backflip, I went straight to my head. Ouch. So, like, I, it, yeah. And they got that one on video. Like, of course. Oh, of so, course. They're uh, going to get the worst one on video. That's how it always right. happens, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, completely. Oh my goodness. Well, let me, um, I've got just a couple more things. Um, so too, y'all will notice if you visit her website, uh, in 2020, you were ranked the top four female aerial athletes in the United States and you were ranked number 21 in the world. Tell me how that felt. Uh, it was pretty exciting. I don't know what I'm ranked now. Um, but yeah, it was really exciting because that was the little push that got me onto the ski team. So I'm <laughs> really lucky for those uh, placements. But yeah. it, it, it was awesome. I, like, it was a great feeling because it got me onto the ski team. Heck yes. And one more question, and then we'll, we'll do one fun one to wrap it up. Um, how does it feel seeing maybe a passion or something that you've loved actually become a reality for you? It's really crazy because, like I said earlier on, like, I really was so into gymnastics when I was younger. Like, I wanted to go to the Olympics so bad for gymnastics. And uh, the older I got, I realized, like, I'm really not that good. <laughs> and that's not going to happen. And that's totally fine. Like, it's fine. It Stuff happens. Life goes different directions all the time. But um, I now that like I'm doing a different sport now and it's not the same, but it is very similar. It's just, uh, it's just a crazy feeling. I don't know. I, I honestly haven't thought about it too much because it's scary a little bit Yeah. because I, I am kind of close. Like I have that slightest chance, maybe not like the biggest chance, but I have that slightest chance and I'm putting everything I have into that like little percent to make it. So Absolutely. Well, I have no doubt in my mind that you're going to make it um, and will be a phenomenal, not just athlete, but an ambassador for um, the U.S. ski team, the United States as a whole. And I just I have this feeling we are going to see you on that big stage and I'm going to be saying, I know her. <laughs> 
And um, and then reminding folks, hey, uh, we interviewed her before she came, like super crazy famous. So yeah, go check it out. <laughs> Well, one more thing, and uh, then we will uh, let you go to your next event. Um, is there any advice that you would give to either your younger self or to people today that are maybe struggling on chasing their dreams? I think that going for something that you're you're really passionate about is very scary. It's also like if you hate your office job and you want to like work outside or something then it's scary to quit because of the unknown but I think it's just well and I also maybe I can't say this because I don't work in office jobs (laughs) like I I ski all the time but in my opinion if I were to give you advice in your office job I would tell you to quit it and just go for it because you can always go back you know yeah you can always go back before it's too late just go try something new and even if it's small like if you're like oh I want to go on a hike but like I just don't know I just don't know about it like just go on that hike just go do it it's like it's the smallest things that'll make you happy absolutely I actually had an opportunity to go last week in tandem dive with the U.S. Army Golden Knights and it's been something that was a bucket list item and um you know, you just don't quite trust the private companies on some, some occasions. But when I had that invitation, I was like, I have to go now. Cause if I don't, I may never get another opportunity. Um, right. so I, I love it. I think that's great advice and it's definitely well received. Um, Danny, if you will really quick, um, let folks know how they can connect with you and find you on social media. So on Instagram, I am just D-A-N-I dot L-O-E-B. And then my Twitter is, I think, like Danny with three eyes and then Loeb. And that's all the social media I have, actually. Well, <laughs> and then my website is uh, DannyLoeb.com. And then uh, if anyone wants to, like, email me or ask questions, my DMs on Instagram are open. And then also... If you go to my website, there should be an email that you can click on and send me questions or anything you want. Absolutely. And it is on here. I'm looking at it right now. So that is phenomenal. And Danny, thank you so, so much for carving out a little bit of time today for us. I greatly appreciate you coming on the show. And hopefully we can have you back um, here in a little yes. bit as we get closer to stuff. And, and you know, as you get on through the, the training year and all of that, I'd love to have you back on the show. Yes, I would love that. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Anytime. And as always, um, I thoroughly enjoyed having the opportunity to meet you in person, but it's even, it's, I feel like I've known you forever now. It's, it's official. (laughs) (laughs) Girly, go have fun and we will talk at you later. And again, thank you guys so much folks for more information. You heard it here. Be sure to go check out Danny on her website at dannylobe.com. You have been listening to the Be a Dreamcatcher podcast. I am your host, Jesse Lynn. I hope you all have a safe and blessed day, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, everybody, and thanks so much for tuning in to the Be a Dreamcatcher podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to go out and like and share our podcast page on Facebook and Instagram under at Be a Dreamcatcher podcast. You also can find us on Apple Podcast and Spotify Podcast. For more information, be sure to visit my website, jessielynn.net.